Hey, this is Marina, and you're listening to Sober Baby, a show about how the one thing I have to change is everything. Every Friday, I invite you to hang out with me and my guests on Instagram Live as we talk about addiction, sobriety, and everything in between. That's always the most important question. Are we a little off kilt? I mean, obviously we look amazing, <laughs> but how do we? Let's see. Hi everyone. Hello. Do we need a that little more energy? Light? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you guys do have that kind of week. Um, Hi. as per usual, I have been dolled up by Tessa Mesamorphosis on Instagram. So thank you. That's why my face looks good, and my tits look good because of. My guest. <laughs> I did their tits. Yeah. I've been thinking I'm about getting my tits surgeon. done. Honestly, I think about it a lot. I'm like, should I get my tits done? And everyone's like, no. But I'm like, just maybe like for a day. Like just, <laughs> just, just to like. Just have them for a day and then a, they'll just, just suck like, it all out. <laughs> that would, if anyone has any recommendations, let me know. But, um, but yeah, my shirt, I'm going to like move the microphone and your shirt. says burn all prisons, courtesy of Moisha. Back fat fashion. Go check it out. Okay, let me put your let me put the content warnings for this episode in the chat. <coughs> also, I apologize to the uh, audio engineer Jenny uh, for like all of the back and forth microphone situations. Anyone else got a cow lick? Like oh yes, yeah. I've got like, like four hundred million of them. My whole head is a cow lick. <laughs> your whole head is a cow lick. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I love it though. Anyone else? If you have a cow lick, drop it in the chat. Tell us where that cow lick at. <laughs> Drop that cowlick. Drop that cowlick. <laughs> Drop that cowlick low. Oh, God. Can we have a party that's just called, it's just cowlick themed? Oh, my God. It'd be tongues and cow themes. Like, tongues for the licking, oh, yeah. right? Aren't cow tongues, so like, you, purple? Are they? Are they? I don't know. They're probably beautiful, though. I don't and I really know. think that a licking and cow theme party together. I do, too. Mwah. Perfect it would be combo. Perfect combo. Okay. Perfect combo on that cowlick. Okay, wow. I think we're actually, like, ready to get started. We're fucking live. We're fucking ready. (laughs) And no, you're not going to see my tits on this episode, but maybe one day. You might see mine, just saying. Honestly, I hope we do. (laughs) Um, Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sewer Baby Season 2. Is it Episode 5? I still don't know. I don't know. You said that earlier. I think it's Season 2, Episode Cowlick, and I'm really (laughs) grateful to be joined. Episode Cowlick. I love that one. Um, I don't think it's five. I feel like you've done a lot. I feel like it's Cowlick. Oh, wait. No, but it's season two. Season two. Episode Cowlick. It's episode Welcome. Um, it's episode four. It's episode four. Uh, who says? Uh, the audio engineer of the oh, show. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so engineer. much. Yeah. But we like that it's season two, episode Cowlick. So we're going with it. Um, four is a, is a good number. Four is a good number. I'm going to... Uh, I don't even know how to even start. You know what I mean? Because I'm like so not serious. I feel like so giddy around you. But um, I'm really grateful to see so many people on the live stream. And I'm so, so, so like hyped about this episode because who knows what we're going to talk about. But we're definitely going to expand the kind of field, I think, or like space that Sober Baby has um, occupied. And yeah, Back Fat Fashion is who dressed us today. That's 
<laughs> this shirt is already sold, not to me, unfortunately, but to someone else who's going to wear it. So I'm just borrowing it. Thank you to the <laughs> shirt's future owner. Hopefully and, you're cool um, with it. Do you have available like clothing that we could per- like buy? Yeah, of course. Okay, great. Like these pants are for sale. Woo. So if you want that, get on it. Um, <laughs> and you'll be making some more clothing, right? Oh, yeah. Right now I'm just getting some orders out the door, but you can hit me in my DMs and ask for some um, custom stuff. Um, and I'll be dropping a new patch real soon. Is it going to have a cowlick on it? No. Oh, whatever. It's still going to be cute, But though. actually, it does have cowlicks on the thing that's on the thing. Oh. Everything has a cowlick. Everything <laughs> is a cowlick. <laughs> <laughs> we promise we're going to get into the content. I mean, the cowlick. Uh <laughs> Stop. Are you just going to crack me up this whole time? Let me see what's on my script for the day, everyone. I hope everyone had a good week. I had, like, kind of a bleh week, you know what I mean? Where it was just, like, you know, but I'm really – this is, like, just the highlight already. Um, um, mm-hmm. It's probably a highlight of mine, too. These weeks have been – Cowlickin'. Cowlickin'. But cowlicks – no. Cowlicks are cool. No, cowlicks are cool. Week. I do have one announcement, and I don't know if you guys saw, but I posted on my story uh, that, and like on my page, that Sober Baby is like doing a conference. We are joining and teaming up with Sober Voices, which is this amazing, like, it's like the biggest kind of sober, sober curious event virtually happening, and Sober Baby has been invited to be a part of it, and so it will be occurring three times um, across September 30th to October second thursday friday and sunday sessions i'm either going to take over their instagram as so Raby, or we're going to do like some sort of virtual like connection situation so you can buy tickets to it and i don't know it's just a really amazing opportunity and i feel really grateful that people believe in this show as much as i do so that was like my one business announcement but Yay. <clears throat> welcome um which name do you want to use for this show today i know um, you have a lot you can call me moisha or mush mushy not Eggy. Oh, yeah. Eggy. Eggy's <laughs> a good one. Eggy's my unhinged self. Oh, God. We're going to talk about Eggy today. <laughs> Eggy will appear. But I'm going to turn it over um, to Moisha because you have like a... You want to do a little something something before we start? Oh, yeah. Okay. So today is Friday, which means Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Shabbat Shalom. So... Every Friday in Jewish tradition, we light a candle and we say a prayer. This is cedar made from my best friend's backyard out at Hazy Acres. Cedar is a very traditionally spiritual plant in ancient Judaism and wisdom. Okay. So, light the candle. And then I'll say a little prayer. Baruch Ata Adonai Eloheinu Melech Haolam Asher Kishanu Bamitzvatov Vitzivanu Lechalikner Shel Shabbat. I hope everyone had a great week, and I hope that um, tomorrow brings rest and recuperation for you. That's my spiel. It was a great spiel. Thank you. Yeah. And you'll let me know when you want to do the other. I like this thing, too. It yeah. Smells, it smells delicious. For those of you who are listening, who aren't watching this live, because I also have to keep in mind our Spotify listeners, too. Um, Mushi is holding a 
wrap a cedar gathering wrapped in like green twine Mm -hmm. and is lighting it with a blue Keith Haring lighter and just lit a white candle that had like a little ceramic kind of, was it a duck face at the base (laughs) of it? That's my little eggy figure. Okay. And it broke. It was, it used to be like a little salt shaker with a, oh, he broke, but he's still here. But he's perfect. (laughs) He's still here. (laughs) And he's on my Shabbat. Oh, that smells amazing. Candle holder. Doesn't it smell so delicious? It smells delicious? so delicious. My my fourth grade teacher would burn this. So those of y'all who like to burn herbs, don't burn white sage. Burn this. Burn cedar. Burn rosemary. It smells just as good. I promise. It's just as holy. All right. White sage is something that we need to preserve only for indigenous people right now. Okay. So this is the tea right here. Cedar. Cedar. Cedar tea. Oh my god, it smells so good. It smells so good. This is um, dried cowlick hair. (laughs) (laughs) And welcome. (laughs) With a wave of my magic wand, your troubles will suit you. I was like, (laughs) Shrek. Is that from Shrek? Yeah. Oh, I was about to be like, It's a fairy godmother. No, Shrek, the fairy godmother, she's like, I'm going to make you perfect. Mm. anyways oh my friend rel uh just joined rel would be super down with the uh shabbat situation happening um shabbat shalom rel but yeah thank you for that and thank you for also that reminder about sage because yeah cedar um i don't know where do you want to start with this episode for those of you who are just joining um we're gonna talk about lots of good things and i made a post earlier this week also which was just kind of explaining for new friends and followers of the show that I do not ask people who are just uh, quote unquote sober uh, to come onto Sober Baby because addiction does not occur in a vacuum. And I don't think that the conversations around addiction can occur in a vacuum either. Um, so I have people on the show who are sober like me, and I have people who like aren't sober at all, but maybe have struggled with other things in mental health areas. Like, you know, I have people who just have talked about relationships, and people have just talked about um, Oxy, and like, it's whatever. You know what I mean? So there's no edge or like ultimatum that I have with this show where it's like you need to be this in order to show up like so thank you for showing up as you are and being willing to just like sit down and talk for thank you for having me oh my god I feel very blessed to be here oh my gosh how are you coming into this space I feel like a lot of people don't know you and you were like I don't know (laughs) (laughs) you don't okay well how am I coming into this space this week has been cuckoo (laughs) um if I could just delete my email off of the face of the earth, <laughs> that would be great. That would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a full-time speech therapist, a.k.a. speech language teacher, at um, an elementary school this year and at a middle school. Um, and as you know, people don't really give a fuck about teachers, so... I'm just, you know, I'm just tired all the time. Um, but the, doing things like this, you know, definitely fills back up my cup um, in lots of ways. So coming into this space as a tired teacher <laughs> and um, I'm a person who's also been going through hella transitions these past few years and um, sorting through 
the pieces of me that I want to keep, the pieces of me I want to work on, the pieces of me that um, I want to leave behind. Mm. So That's beautiful. Also a tired teacher here. You're in good company. Oh, yeah. We just had that conversation. Dude, fuck email. I just want to, like, never, ever have to check my email or ever have to communicate via six messages in, like, professional tone when I could just be like, yo. <laughs> There's been so many times where I get an email from someone and I just want to be like, hey, fuck you. You It's like, thank you so much for your email. Like, I understand. Those those automatic replies at the bottom of Gmail really help me when I don't have any energy. Got it. Yeah. Okay, (laughs) comma. Sounds good. Thanks so much. Thanks for letting me know. Thanks for letting (laughs) me know. Yeah, fuck off. I remember one time I had a student – email me randomly because okay so I have lots of trans students at the middle school that I work at and they were like they were just like they the email was titled gay panicking (laughs) and they emailed me and they were like just wanted to let you know I'm asking so and so out today and I'm just gay panicking and yeah I just wanted to come here to tell you that oh my god (laughs) and one of the automatic replies were thanks for letting me know (laughs) And I had to really stop myself from pushing that. But How um, did you respond to it? I, I think I was just like, you got this. Oh. Yeah, you got it. That's so amazing that one of your students reached out to you to let you know that they were feeling vulnerable and, like, that they trusted you yeah. with that. Yeah. God, I wish I had, like, someone like you in my academic history. I guess that's what it's about, you know, when you're trying to, you're trying to kind of um, create versions of yourself that you wish you had um Mm. growing up so do you like what was it like growing up what was your life like growing up (laughs) where (laughs) do i begin um i grew up in west palm beach florida party Um, yes it was a party (laughs) (laughs) um i my my parents are still together they stayed together throughout and now they live in a different country and they're not anywhere in the picture but, um, yeah, grew up in South Florida. Um, I went to, um, a, like, kind of like a magnet arts kind of school. Me too. Uh, really? Yeah. Where? I mean, not in West Palm. I grew up in Connecticut. What but... if we went to middle school together? <laughs> in another dimension we did. That would be cool. Yeah, it would have been really cool. My middle school self was really annoying, though. So. Same. Sorry, everyone. Well, see, sometimes when I see my kids, I'm like, man, I wish I had you. And, like, you know, That's people true. like you. Like, you wish you had, you know, like, I wish I had me. Wish I had you. Yeah. When I was in middle school. So, um, yeah, I grew up in South Florida. And I did a lot of theater. was, like, what my major was um, in middle and high school. And, um there were lots of things I wanted to be when I grew up. One time I remember I wanted to be a basketball player. I wanted to be um, like a Broadway star or whatever. <laughs> like just lots of lots of big dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and never thought I would be a teacher, but it's where it's where I'm supposed to be right now, you know? So. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um I want to get like into the into the juicy juice, into the honey crisp, if you will, of this. Well, lucky for you, I've got a honey crisp right here. 
What are you going to do with it? Well, I also have some honey. And we can eat some apples. Okay. Sound good? Yeah, that sounds great. But also, you can get into the juicy. That was me deflecting my feelings. Yeah, I'm literally, like, trying to ask them about, like, I'm trying to, like, have this show. And you're just like, so I went to theater school, and that's it. (laughs) So, I'm an oversharer a lot. So, overshare. This is the place to do that. (laughs) Okay. What do you want to know about me? I want to know everything. I don't even know your story. Um, I don't even, like, know about you. You don't even know me. I don't Um, even know you. Well, I just know that I like you, and that's, like, kind of all I need to know, you know? Yeah. Sometimes it's, like, what's most important. It's, like, I mean, do you want to talk about... Vibe. I don't know. You can talk about these apples. Don't deflect. I won't deflect. Okay. Well, <clears throat> oh, I have a brother. My brother's amazing. He is, like, my total opposite. Very um, kind of normal kind of dude he's also my astrological opposite he's a virgo i'm a pisces and he's probably the only he is the only family member i have contact with still um my parents were pretty cool about me being gay growing up i think that they were like well as long as they're not getting pregnant then you know (laughs) um then it's all good um the things that they weren't as cool with were like me cutting all my hair off me you know, not shaving my legs, me, you know, like, for a while, I I think, for a while, I think my parents wanted me to, like, wear long pants everywhere I went with them, like, to school, to, you know, just because I didn't, I didn't feel like shaving my legs anymore, like, I'm really a hairy person, and it's like, (laughs) you know, you're like, why, why you gotta do that, you know, otherwise you gotta do that every single day, I'm just, I'm good, I'm good off that. Um, Razor burn. And also a hat, I gotta wear a hat in the house, too. Um, my dad was pissed about, you know, me wanting to present in different ways. So cool about the gay thing, not so cool about the <clears throat> gender non-conforming w- thing. Um, the thing that was probably the hardest and the reason why we don't speak today is, um, like, lots of shame around my body and, like, my weight and... Um, like my grandmother was a larger person and my mom always just like was scared of me becoming a larger person. So it was always like the, 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 the scary thing, like the fear on the horizon. And, you know, I would go to like Weight Watchers with my mom. My mom would like, you know, like control everything I eat, you know, (laughs) like stuff like that. Um, and so... It's been a lot of like, um, and I'm sure a lot of people have this experience with their mothers. Um, you know, I'm like nodding over here. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fucked. Um, but you know, I've had to do a lot of work to, you know, accept my body where it's at, and to, you know, because when I think when you're when there's lots of control and like feelings around eating and stuff growing up, Mm. there's a lot of different things that can happen to your brain, you know, like you want to overeat, like you want to, you know, and like, what even is that? Right. Like, I guess it's for me, my, my definition is like not listening to my body when it's, when it's good, you know, when, when I'm done, you know? And so that can be like a form of self harm. Like not eating can be a form of self harm. Like, it's all 
it's all connected, right? So, um, that uh, it was like a few years ago that you know I was asserting this boundary in my adulthood of mm-hmm. like, hey, you can't talk to me about my weight. Like, you just can't. Like, that's not allowed because it harms me and it does something to my brain that um, is harmful. And they just couldn't respect that boundary. So um, after some pretty disgusting things were said to me, I was like, I'm good. I'm done, you know? Like, I'm good. And I was like, I don't. I just don't want to hate myself anymore. And you being my parent, it's like when, when we have these um, relationships with our parents – um, that are tumultuous. It's, those are like our first, um, those are our foundations of love. And when those are tumultuous, it really does affect you. Mm. Uh, it's a heartbreak I've never experienced before. And I, you know, will never fully recuperate from, you know, but all we can do is like learn to, um, parent ourselves, you know, learn to be the person that we needed growing up and um just give yourself like some forgiveness, please. Like give yourself some love, some forgiveness, some gentleness, you know, and some protection too. You know, protection from what's harmful for you, you know. And I think that <clears throat> I I think that that kind of ties into a lot of what is talked about on Sober Baby, right, is, like, protection from things that we continue in doing that is harmful for us. Totally. Thank you for being so vulnerable. Yeah, I'm like, you want it all? <laughs> I want it all. Go. Oh, my God, I want it all. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I can relate to some of those things, you know? And I think part of what um, my, like, not motive with Sober Baby is, but part of, like, the reason that, I think it's important that this show continues and that these conversations continue is it teaches me how to listen. It's a selfish, it's a selfish endeavor. Um, but not needing to say, Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. And like stealing that story from someone, but just being like, Oh yeah, I can't relate on some things, but I can identify with other things. And in the hopes that we can recognize that so many of these uh, topics and like experiences are shared Not to say that they're universally felt, you know, everybody's experience is different, particularly based on your identity and like the intersection of your identities, right? Um, But yeah, I definitely know that for me, disordered eating and like dysmorphia, like fuck, like I, Mm. you know, and I'm also like hesitant to say certain things because I know that like my parents watch this um, and like no shade to my parents. Like I love you guys. Hi Marina's parents. Like I really do. Um, But yeah, having an eating disorder and relying on that. I don't know. It was just one of those things for me. And I don't know if you can relate, but like it was just one of the things I knew how to do because it had been like taught to me like this thing around food was like just it was just like in my atmosphere of things Mm -hmm. that I knew that could be controlled and like moved around and like played like a game of chess. Mm -hmm. And so then when shit hit the fan for me at certain points, I was like, oh, I know how to do this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? It's a control. It's a control thing. You know, like, and I think I I see a lot of with my with my students, too. It's like they don't 
they're not, they can't go anywhere. They're not allowed to see anyone. They're gay and their parents can't find out. They have no control over anything mm. in their lives. The only thing they have control over is what they put in their mouth and consume. Mm. So everyone has a different relationship to eating and food is extremely emotional, you know, and tied to so many parts of you and where you come from too. So yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for relating mm. with me on that. Yeah. And you're sexy as fuck. Ah, Let me go on record and just say, um, I remember when I met you. Do you remember when I met you? Yes. Okay, well, I'm going to tell everyone how we met because it was the first time I ever did karaoke in sobriety. You were so... Marina is a karaoke (laughs) fucking star. Like, and I love karaoke. I've been doing karaoke forever. This is a star right here. Y'all don't even know what you're missing. (laughs) Basically, Manu, the one and only Manu, uh, Manu, who appeared on season one, is, like, the reason that we know each other. And Manu and I were, like, out on, like, a cute little, like, date. And we went to got sushi, blah, blah, blah. And then Manu's like, we're going to do karaoke. And I'm like, fuck, no. Are we doing karaoke? They're like, I'm telling you what we're going to do. Anyway. Yeah. They were being a Scorpio and being like, we're going to do karaoke and you're going to meet my friends and they're cool. And I'm like, we're on bikes. I can't just, like, ditch. Like, <laughs> sure, Manu. What if you did, though, and you were like, oops, I got lost. <laughs> Whoops, we were like, yeah, I w- if I were bad at directions, I could have, like, used that excuse, but Manu knew better, so we went to karaoke, and it was, like, so amazing, because it was a karaoke machine in a park, it wasn't even, like, in, a, in like, a bar, and it was just low-key all these really amazing people, one of them being you, and I think we rolled up, and you just, like, were on the ground, you were wearing this blue outfit and your hat, and, like, I still have photos from that night, did I send them to you? Mm. I'll show them to you after. Okay. You're just, like, sweaty and, like, in the mic and, like, just so – it was just so good. And I'm, like, who the fuck is this person? (laughs) Like – Who's this animal? Like, in a good way. I'm, like, this person is just, like, unapologetically existing. And it made me feel, like, okay to do something as low stakes as karaoke. You know what I mean? Which, Mm -hmm. for me, was, like, it's really – I get really scared, like, doing things in public, especially things that I was always drunk doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So – Basically, I just, like, fell in love with them and was, like, uh, karaoke, yeah. So I did my first sober karaoke. I don't know what song. Oh, I started out with Believe by Yeah, Cher. I was, like, um, who is this fucking person <laughs> dressed in this immaculate outfit singing my favorite song? Or one of my favorite songs. It's hard to have a favorite song, but that song. Woo! Like, that song hits, <sighs> hits I know. a part of me. We're going to get the rights to that song eventually. But, <laughs> but yeah. Or we um, can karaoke it, right? Or we can karaoke it. Yeah, we could do a Sober Baby karaoke there is something in the works. There are some in-person events in Gainesville that I am working on to do so, Ravi. I haven't announced that, but I'm announcing it now um, informally. So just keep your eyes peeled. But there's something about being in, I think, being in my body when I'm doing things that scare me that are, like, healthy and okay. Mm. That is, like, now incredibly empowering for me. That's amazing. You know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think that... Um Something like karaoke, you know, using your voice, no matter how it sounds, um, is extremely empowering in so many ways. You're like, I'm going to sing a fucking song, and all of you here, all you bitches are going to fucking listen to me, and you're going to dance. <laughs> and that's what's happening right now, because I have the mic, and it, and it, it gives the stage for anyone to come in, and it gives anyone the mic, which is really mm. all we need in life, right? It's like... Someone, everyone just needs to have the mic at one point, right? Mm. Are there other things that you feel like you do that are just as 
like um, embodying? So something for me that I've really learned to love this year, and I know it's going to sound like like so stupid. And it's small, not going to sound stupid. <laughs> I've, I had a hard time showering for a long time and um, just like being in that vulnerable space, washing my body, um, you know, naked, alone in the shower. But this year, I've just really learned to, like, take my time with my body, you know, and get the soaps that smell fucking good, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, lather that shit up, you know? And just, like, I just think, like, thank you. Like, thank you so much. Like, just thanking my body all over. feels incredibly empowering, especially when you live in a body that is, like, you are constantly made to feel like you have to apologize for you know because that takes a toll after a minute because you're like wait a second is there something wrong with me like what the fuck you know like what's wrong like there's like but there's nothing wrong like so I think like just taking that extra gentleness that extra care that extra forgiveness and gratitude like thank you I'm here I'm alive my heart is beating you know I can breathe another breath and, like, existence is, even though it's so painful sometimes, like, so incredibly painful sometimes, it's also a gift, you know? Like, you're here, I believe you're here for a reason, you know? And everyone, everyone is, really. So, in those moments where I'm like, fuck, like, I'm just fucking hurting and it's the only thing I can feel right now is just that, um... I think, like, wow, like, being able to feel anything at all, being able to, like, perceive anything at all is, like, it is a gift. It really is, you know? Um, mm. So just, like, honoring the gifts, honoring yourself is what I've been trying to, like, bring into practice into my life more lately. I know why I asked you to come on this show, because I <laughs> needed to be taught. <laughs> Class is in session. Class is in session, and I will I will be your student. Mm. But seriously, like, I think, fuck, that's so much. Also, like, I grabbed my bunny, because I just needed to, like, hold on to something. Because this is intense in a way that I didn't expect, I guess. Um, because maybe I'm not doing as much of these things that you're talking about as I could because I am not prioritizing myself. Mm. Like I'm just like, okay, yeah. done in the shower. Yeah. Because also I feel like you're a person that's like, go, 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 go. Need to do the next thing. Need to do the next thing. But I like know. you also need the moments to literally thank yourself. Like, I know like, thank you know, like, yeah. Those moments of just like stillness, quietness, like, thank you for carrying me through till this moment. Thank you for, you know, like just having those moments of like inactivity and it's not inactivity. You are doing something extremely valuable and important for your existence and for those around you. Right. That's how you, I mean, that's how I feel, refill my cup, you mm. know? I definitely <clears throat> do when I go swimming, like being underwater feels really, mm. mm -hmm. you know, it's one of those moments where everything is just, <sighs> Yeah, you know? and I'm just kind so of there. Quiet under the water. Everything's so quiet under there. Yeah, it's really, it's like amazing. Um, 
my mom has said this to me recently and I don't know where she heard it, but she was just like, if you're here right now, you've made it through 100% of your hardest moments or like you've made it through all of your worst days. And I've just been like reflecting on that a lot because mm-hmm. there have just been some days recently and throughout my life where, you know, um, I just didn't want to have to make it through the day, you know, and especially when I was like younger, I was just like, I, I just can't wait to go back to bed. Like, I can't wait to not be awake right now. Mm-hmm. And I would just like sleep in as late as possible and then go just get I would get in bed at like six, but I wouldn't go to bed till three in the morning because I just didn't even want to be like outside, you know, Yeah. and I don't feel that way anymore, mm-hmm. um, which is in like, I'm so grateful for that. But yeah, being like, yeah, I, thank you. Thank you. Marina's body you've gotten me through all of this and thank you Marina too and thank you Marina right yeah damn <laughs> holding me accountable oh I, I gotta hold myself accountable we all gotta hold ourselves accountable mm-hmm. right yeah do you want to talk about sex <laughs> let's fucking talk about sex what, what do you want to talk about with sex also if you guys have questions there's like <laughs> a lot of love for you in the chat and like a lot of people identifying um someone being like oh uh, there's just like so much stuff here thank you both for doing this there was a really like kind comment earlier too thank you for having this show and having these hard conversations i'm sure a lot of people need to hear these reparenting hi everyone hi everyone reparenting yes reparenting it's so easy to forget to take things day by day little by little Let's talk about sex let's talk about sex baby well because i think for me like uh you know, as someone who is still navigating their sexuality, go with me on this one. Um, when I got sober, I'm like, I don't even think I like cis men anymore because I think that like my uh, performance of gender for cis men, it was what like is like really the reason performance of gender as like a woman, right, which I don't identify as, was like intricately connected to having sex with cis men mm. like i was just seeking that validation and then i got mm-hmm. sober and i'm like i don't even think i like cis men anymore no <laughs> <laughs> i'm like at this point where like i haven't liked cis men forever but now i do but like <laughs> truly no you can it's okay <laughs> baby like who you like truly I it's mean, just for me like for me i i what i realized was i was just placing this like hierarchical value power fucking play mm-hmm. into those sexual experiences. Mm-hmm. And I don't actually know if I enjoyed them. Like, I think it was a lot about power and like validation and not actually about like, maybe we could like make something happen here between us. Maybe we could communicate. Right. Like, it's maybe just, you'll like, actually listen to me and like what my body wants. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I think I just was kind of doing this for the majority of my sexual life. Cause I didn't really stop to like think about it or question it, you know, mm-hmm. and that happened a few years ago. Right. Like it just it's just yeah, it's I don't know. I feel I feel like I have come to a larger understanding of feeling disembodied while having sex with cis men or people I was expected to have sex with. Um, mm-hmm. And like I just don't have to like I don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You only have to do what you want to do. I mean, also, like, it's hard to say that, like, under capitalism, right? Because, yeah. like, you also have to survive, you know? I got mate in my eye. Oh. I know. How does it feel? What's that sensation like? Like, capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> capitalism has entered the chat. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we gotta book and make our money, but also capitalism. But, but, 
sex work. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what brought me to that thought. Yeah. That's what, that's what connected those dots for me. I was like, oh, well. Sometimes, I mean, we don't want to fucking get up and go to work. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And sometimes you just want to steal money from cis men. So you do. Through sex work. Well. I mean, that was my experience. Yeah? Yeah. You're like, let me just take this. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean, I worked for it, so I guess it wasn't stealing. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't, you didn't steal it. You worked hard for that. You're you right. Thank you for, shit. thank you for correcting me on that. Yeah, you earned that shit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I that wasn't really a question. But are you just looking at who joined I'm the chat? I'm looking at that. My dad has joined the chat. Not my actual. Well, yes, my actual. Not my blood dad. My daddy. Your daddy. What do you want to say? To Hi, your daddy. daddy. <laughs> I think that they're the ones tapping on the hearts right oh, now. Oh, that's good. I love you. <laughs> I see your face tapping the heart. So Manu's like, let's talk about sex. <laughs> okay, this fucking Scorpio. Okay, well. There was a question that was submitted um, when I asked people to ask us questions. And the question was, why do we, like, why are we so obsessed with sex? That's a good question. And I feel like that's a. Why am I so obsessed with sex? Why am I so obsessed <laughs> with sex? Um, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I think for me, it's like. I'm obsessed with the connection. I'm obsessed with, you know, um, the exchange. Um, I mean, it can be very beautiful. It can also be incredibly demonic, like evil um, sometimes. Um, it can be harmful. It can be revolutionary. It can be so many. It can be whatever you make it, right? Mm-hmm. And depending on who is the person that you're co-collaborating with, right? Um, is co-collaborating redundant? Might be co conspiring. That's conspiracy. And people are like, (laughs) we're we're obsessed with sex because it's free in the chat and because it's sexy. Okay. Pleasure and pain can be sexy. Pleasure, pain, connection. Yeah. Very sexy. Very sexy. Giving and receiving. Do you want to talk about that? (laughs) Let's talk talk about BDSM, y'all. We have any BDSM lovers in the chat? Um, BDSM is like something that has been incredibly healing for me um and i think healing for a lot of people too um from like things i've read and from people i love you know who have talked about with you know there's something about um impact play that's like very it just (laughs) for me like when i'm being hit you know or like in a consensual way obviously um, there's a release that happens. There's a release of, um, pain in a lot of ways. Like the, it's like the actual act of pain mm. releases, <laughs> releases, um, endorphins. endorphins. Yeah. That's I was word. looking for the word. I got you. Endorphins. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, it's, it's very strange. Cause it's like, I consider myself overall a very sexual person, a very sexual being. But I think I'm entering into a phase of my life where I'm not feeling that as much because um, I'm I think I'm, I mean, I recently have just gone through some really devastating heartbreak. And um, so I just like for me, there's a, there's just a lot of complication that sex can bring in a mm. lot of ways. And also in a lot of ways, it could be nice to just fuck people and 
have it be casual and whatever, you know, and it doesn't have to be like this whole thing, like, you know, like, um, but I think for me, it's like separating my worth from sex. Oh, yeah. Because sex yeah. in itself is like a super, um, in a lot of ways, it's, it can be like a capitalistic type of thing too because it's like oh well i have this i can offer this you know and like can you offer me this like it's an exchange and sometimes it's an exchange of um you know what of goods in a way like uh can you give me what i want like Mm. you give me you know like i'll give you what you want you know um and it's not even like and like that's okay too though like having that transaction and just being like i've come here for this i want to be like tied up, hit, gagged, whatever. Can you do that? And the other person's like, Yeah, I love doing that, you know? And like you can have that exchange too. And that's fine too. You know? I think that's what's so cool about sex in a way, because it's like it's like it could be anything you want it to be. It could be perceived how you want it to be. And um it's like art in a way. Like you can make it how you wanna make it mm. and you can display it how you want to. You know, I'm going to keep you forever. <laughs> I'm going to keep you forever. Keep me. Yeah. And I think like, uh, you know, we, I guess we haven't talked as much about sex on the show. And part of, I think that is, uh, my own bias from working through a lot of, you know, trauma and a lot of, um, I'm not going to say like misuse of sex, but certainly I have relied on anything from flirting and like emotional, like kind of interactions to like actually having sex um, as just as much of an addiction as anything I've ever used, you know? So I haven't like, I haven't fully like worked through a lot of this stuff, which is maybe Mm. why I'm a little more hesitant to even acknowledge or talk about that. But, um, but I totally agree. Um, And in terms of like the pleasure and pain, Danny, can I like tell the story of when I fell in love with you? I don't even know if they're around. I'm going to just assume it's a yes. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about sex. Because consent is actually the sexiest thing on it's earth. It's so sexy. Give me some consent. <laughs> right there. <laughs> so I fell in love with Danny at this place called, and then well, let's go back to talking about you, but I haven't shared this story and I want to share it, but I fell in love with Danny, my current partner, at this place called The Castle. Oh, in Tampa? <laughs> I've always wanted to go there. We should go together. We are going to go. We're going to go. Um, go tonight. Let's go tonight. We're stepping out. So basically, <laughs> if you don't know what the castle is, it's like a multi-story goth, like kink club. Everyone just is like on their best, just being their best fucking freak. It's it's so good. Like you have like full leather dolls. You have like everyone in their suits. You have me just being a weirdo. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's just everyone is just there and they play a lot of like German house and like early 2000s cool. kind of it's. It's great. Anyways, they have this, like, corner tie-up station. And I'm not, like, as familiar with the verbiage probably as you are, so correct me if I'm wrong. But they basically have this, like, kind of cross situation that you get tied up to in the corner. And they have, like, a number of dominatrixes. Not dominatrices? Dominatrixes? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 
I'm a speech therapist <laughs> and um, a kinkster, and I don't know. <laughs> wow. I'm guessing dominatrices. Basically, like, you can just come and they'll, like, whip you. And it's great. And you're just, like, on display and in the middle of a club. And it's hot. And they also have, like, amazingly hot hot dancers. So, anyways, my my cocky Danny um, was, like... I'm going to do this because usually like you you show up and you're like, OK, I'd like to be like tied up and whipped or whatever. And the person who works this booth does it. But then he was like, no, no, no. Can I have the whip, please? I'm going to whip Marina. And literally. Wait, was it like, did y'all shake hands before? Like, hi, hello. Or is it just like, hello, I'm going. I'm I mean, here we to had you. met like a week and a half prior and like okay. fell in love. OK, OK, OK. But basically it was just this moment of like. To be honest, like coming out of a relationship that was really um, toxic and abusive and manipulative and and like never was one thing talked about ever. It was just like everything's fine because we're having sex. You know what I mean? But never was anything talked about for like years. And then I meet this person and like within a week we're talking and then we have to communicate around this situation where they're like, are you okay if I inflict pain on you in this way? And I'm like, yes, please. (laughs) And thank you for asking. Ooh. And something Hot. as simple as that, though, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was just like, I just like him in love. So, yeah, if you haven't been to the castle, you should go. And we could organize a group trip, but you and I should definitely go. It's Eepie, amazing. Hop in. <laughs> We're going to go get wits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> if it's open, like, in that way because of COVID, but um, uh, yeah, it wasn't open last time I went. But, yeah, just, like, that simple act of asking for consent um, and care in combo like with the pain was which was dope um was radical for me Mm. you know as someone who historically just had partners who didn't ask they just took Mm. um so yeah that was pretty like game-changing i don't know why i decided to tell that story today but that's i guess that's well that's the kind of space you opened up like what you said that the care you know along with like inflicting pain like you can't have one without the other you know i really don't like, I think even the way that you inflict pain on someone is, you you know, there's a, a, there's a caring way about it that you do it. You know what I mean? Like, have conversations about how they want the pain inflicted. That's care. Take, you mm-hmm. know, like, knowing how that, you know, knowing how that person particularly wants that. Um, and, like, remembering. And listening. Like, listening to their body. Like, what's what's a good cue? Like for me to stop or for me to go lighter like words are so fucking important when you're in mm. that space with someone like whatever everyone tries to everyone thinks that like it's awkward like when you like talk too much and during sex you ask too many questions it's not it's fucking hot yeah and it's hot it's hot like when someone is just like okay like when i'm making out with someone and that and and then all of a sudden we stop and i'm like okay <laughs> it's like now it's time for the conversation right this is the moment where we have the conversation and we're not touching. I mean, we can, whatever, but usually I'm not touching the person and I'm like, these are the things I like. This is where I don't like to be touched. This is what I'm interested in and what I'm picking up from you. Am I right? What do you want? You know, like, how do you feel? What do you like? What is, what's going through your mind? Mm. And these are the conversations that a lot of people don't want to have because they just want to go, go, go and like get to it. It's like when you're going too fast through the shower, right? And you're mm. not, you're not taking the care 
with your with yeah. with yourself and with the person that you're with or multiple people or with yourself, right? If you want to fuck yourself, like hell yeah, you know what I mean. Um, that conversation for me is like, ooh, that's always hot to me. I'm always just like, it feels like foreplay to me, you know, because I'm like, ugh, like let's talk about this. Like, do you like biting, scratching? slapping choking and like even like exchanging those words yeah just like naming and speaking it it's like dirty talk it is yeah i i did not have a conception of what those conversations might be like um because i just sped through them all usually because i was drunk to be honest and i was like Mm. i just like had this notion that things were to be intuitive when having sex like i was not like educated Mm. and i just and like by a parent person or by through any book or any social anything I just was like there doesn't need to be a discussion and mm-hmm. so the first time that someone did want to have a discussion with me I was like why the fuck are you talking <laughs> shut up literally like shut up and fuck why do you also like very distrusting and sus like why do you want to know mm-hmm. these things about me mm-hmm. like why do you want to know and now yeah. I'm like actually very grateful for those kinds of conversations and I don't ex- expect them but like I expect them it's like we're yeah. gonna let's level with each other so that we're not in a position um where things are like too far past a point and someone is like maybe like not okay with something you know what i mean or whatever Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's a way i think having those conversations i don't know what those conversations are called the like the what do you like what don't you like conversations i don't know i don't know what they're called either the foreplay the foreplay combos whatever they are responsible thing to do exactly (laughs) that's what they're called yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a responsible thing to do, and it's also, like, it's just a real thing to do. Mm-hmm. I think there's just so much fantasy that I always want to have around my life, and mm-hmm. that those conversations initially, I was like, this is breaking the fantasy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Phew. well, it's also that mindset of, like, I want pleasure. I want it now. Give me, give me, give me. You know? Mm-hmm. It's not, like, a, an exchange at that point. It's just, like, or, like... I'm going to give to you and like not even ask you, you know, like it's just like a, let's skip, let's skip all yeah. these steps. Um, and yeah, usually like I'm starting to kind of like collect my thoughts after this relationship I had a series of relationships I've had that are like red flags. Like this, this was a red flag and, you know, mm. and like noticing it now. Uh, when I probably should have noticed it then, but you know what? I'm going to be nice to myself. I'm going to be kind to myself. It's okay. I went through it. Now I know. But I think that, like, if someone doesn't want to have that conversation or is, like, like, averted in a way that's not, it's not just like, oh, I didn't, I, this is new. Like, I don't know what this is, right. you know? But if they're just like, ugh, like, shut up and, like, fuck me or, like, shut up, let me fuck you, you know? Like, red flag right there. Like, red flag. And I'm, I'm good, (laughs) you know, like, um, and I think a lot of people think that like doms are the ones that you need to be looking for, for red flags, but also subs, like subs, y'all can be hella red flaggy (laughs) too, you know, like there's a lot of people who like just want you to do whatever the fuck you want to them without saying, without them having to say anything. Mm -hmm. And like, while that's like cool and whatnot and like. I, I, as a switch, like, also, like, yeah, like, take it all away from me, take my brain away from me, like, do whatever you want to me, like, I understand that, but at the same time, you can't leave someone in the dark, even if they are in a position of what looks like they have more power than you, you know, because 
ultimately it's an equal share of power you know it's just like um because it's be, it, it, because it's being um like balanced in a certain way or like someone's getting more in this way someone's getting more in this way it's it's uh an agreement and that's why both people have equal power in that situation or they should you know so you can be empowered in both places you know what i mean you can be empowered on your knees you can be empowered you know standing over someone like it's both all both things are extremely powerful and both things that you're exchanging on either end is a fucking gift you know like someone submitting to you is a profound beautiful beautiful gift and someone you know taking control in that way and like dishing out pain or aftercare or whatever like that is a gift you know like they're both you're both exchanging gifts and i guess that's also i guess sex can be such a gift sometimes mm, i was just know? thinking about that yeah and beyond sex like something i think about a lot is um like platonic intimacy and like having mm. intimacy with friendships which is a new thing for me not to transition out of like you know the kinky sex moment that we were just having but for me like having sex is like a good conversation with people like i think that i've had to also redefine for me like what sex what pleasure is mm. and what's pleasurable for me instead of just being like i'm attracted to that person i'm gonna go fo like go fuck them like how mm -hmm. about like you're attracted to them because you had a great experience sitting next to them and talking yeah. with them and maybe that is like that's filled me up all the way and and maybe it doesn't have to end there but maybe that, like that's that's enough for what it was in that moment you know mm -hmm. and like i really liked what you said about you know the kind of agreement and consent and like communication that you were describing because i feel like that uh that just like applies to relationships broadly yeah for sure for sure like but don't leave your don't leave your partner any partner friend partner lover whoever like yeah. don't leave them in the dark yeah, like, even if you don't even fucking know the person, there's some random hookup from whatever, they're still a person. Yeah. They're still a fucking person. And, like, they're in the room with you, and they're not just, like, a machine there to pleasure you, you know? Like, and I think a lot of, a lot of cis men enter the room as, like, you're the machine that is going to pleasure me, you know? <laughs> like, mm. and it's just, like, why do you need me to do that for you? Go you jerk hand. off. <laughs> yeah, you have a fucking hand. Go get a fucking flashlight. Like, you chose to meet up with me for a reason. Yeah. Like, you know, like, there's an exchange, mm. you know? And, like, acknowledging that an exchange, whether it's a conversation, whether it's a meal that you're cooking for someone, you have to take into consideration their allergies, what they like, what they don't like, you know? Like, it's an exchange. Um, and that takes listening and giving you know, receiving and giving, um, no matter what, you know what I mean? Yeah. And not to, you know, put ourselves directly in the middle of that, but this is an exchange, right? Yes. This is super vulnerable for me and I know for you, mm -hmm. but it's also an exchange between us and you, you know, beautiful, beautiful, people. beautiful people. Thank you for being here. Um, and I guess that's just to say that the exchange doesn't happen without us. These things, like, don't exist without us, um, which means that we have agency to shape them mm -hmm. and and shift what they look like. If you want them to look different from the exchange you had when you were, 
you know, a, in a child parent position or when you were in a relationship in middle school, like these, these can all change. Like you can negotiate and you yeah. can ask for what you want and you can set boundaries. I can set boundaries. Let me speak in I statements. I can set boundaries. I can ask for what I want. You know, I can affirm what I want um, and how I want to be like pleasured and held mm. and loved, you know? Yeah. Cause I think when there's exchanges, I think sometimes people forget like, wait a second, like, you're part of this exchange. Mm. This exchange wouldn't happen without you. So, like, you're 50% of this exchange. With If you're sharing with one other person, you know, like, you are, an, you know, a very important part of that. Like, don't forget that you also are in the room. You know, don't forget that you're there, too, and that you get to decide for yourself. Absolutely. And not just, like something that I struggled with for a long time and still do and I'm still working on is like wanting to be the thing that I think that the person is looking for. Oh my God. Yeah. Trying to like shift myself to be that so that I'm wanted so that, so that I'm valuable, you know, but like, that's not, that's not real. <laughs> you know, like that's not, if it's not actually coming from a place inside of you and you're like, oh, wait, does this align with actually what I want? Like, if I separate myself from this person right now and I'm like, wait, what do I like? What do I want? What do, you know, like, then it's not real because you're you're being something that you think someone else wants you to be. You know, you're saying and doing things that you think someone else wants from you. Mm. And that's that's deceitful in a way, you know? And I'm really looking at myself in that way right now. And, um... I think that that's just, like, really important, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that just, you articulated, uh, like, what I was trying to get at with the whole, I don't think I'm attracted to cis men anymore. Because it's <laughs> like, I was just trying to be a version that they would like, not to put all cis men in a category, but the specific cis men that I would hook up with, you know what I mean? Like, I just mm -hmm. wanted to be a chameleon and show up however you wanted me to show up based on the cues you were giving me. I'm like, oh, this person kind of wants more of this vibe and, like, almost, like, fine-tuning my personality and who I was presenting to just, like, give you what you wanted me to be so that the exchange would go as smoothly as possible. And it is right. super deceitful, and for me, it led to a lot of resentment of those people. Mm-hmm. Because I would just resent these people for seeing me as something that I wasn't. But who was showing them the fake version? Me. Yeah. Thank I mean, you. Point it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so it's a lot scarier and more vulnerable to show up in spaces now. But it's real. At least it's real. Mistakes and all. Yeah. For sure. Mistakes and everything. Like, as long as, you know, like, I knew I was going to come on the show and I was going to be, like, nervous and be like, oh, like, I don't know what I'm going to say, you know. But, like... Mm. I just wanted I just wanted to make sure that everything I was saying was coming from a real authentic place because the truth really is all that matters, you know? Like it really is. Like so yeah, I just I didn't want to give you I don't want to give anyone a version of myself that I think that they want to see, you know. I want I want to actually speak from what I'm feeling. Um in a moment and even if that's like if I'm completely quiet and awkward and I'm like, okay, as at least I can look back on that. Even if I felt weird or awkward, at least I can look back on that and be like, that's real. That's what I was feeling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. I think we're at the end of the show. Wow. I know. It you want to hang out more after Yeah, this? let's hang out. Um, if Sorry, y'all aren't invited. If anyone has any questions, 
Um, can they reach out to you? Please reach out to me. I'm okay. lonely too. Lonely. I live alone. So like I'm always on my phone. I talk to random strangers <laughs> like, all the time. On Snapchat, on Grinder, whatever. Like that's a good thing about men is that they're always they're always on there or whatever. <laughs> so like if you just like wanna like fuck with someone or like you wanna like fuck someone. I guess so. In my case I'm not really fucking anyone, but um, do you want to just, like, have that, like, another person to just talk to or just, like, mm. receive something? Like, I just go on there. But I'd rather be talking to you. Yeah. So, please, like, talk to me. Let's let's be friends. Yeah. And you guys know. Same goes for me. Um, thank you so much for being here. I'm so happy to be here. This was amazing. Really? Yeah, I want to come back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we do Sour Baby, it will be, like, in the castle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the whipping station. I'll just be looking over my shoulder, like, welcome to Sour Baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be getting the whips, like, hi, I'm Moisha, remember me? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I hope that you all, um, I mean, I just learned a lot. I definitely know know that I'm gonna t- the next shower I take is gonna be very different than the one that I took yesterday. So thank you for that. Mm. Thank you so much. Yeah. I feel like you gave a lot of tangible, a lot of really like tangible things to do, like stopping and breathing and affirming and like you know touching, but also like some really kind of big concept things that I need to like journal about and think about. So mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Mm. I think just like even. Like, if you're having a hard time connecting, just saying it out loud while you're washing yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, thank you. I've hel- it helps me. I don't know. Mm, you're beautiful. Thanks, everyone, for spending the hour with us. And um, if you want to be friends with Moisha, just hit them up. Is my at in there? I'll put it in there now. You should also follow me on TikTok because I'm always on there oh, dancing yeah. and oh shaking my, my ass. I'm going to put it in at the end. Hey, this is Marina, the host and creator of Sober Baby. Hang out until after the credits for cringy and cute selections from behind the scenes. To listen to all of our episodes, watch the live show each week, and to support Sober Baby, head to our link tree, l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e backslash Sober Baby. Thank you to all of our patrons for helping make this show possible. My college cutie Miranda DeMaze Nordling for music direction, curation and licensing through now again records queen of crochet jenny alpa for audio engineering my partner danny vargas for the endless support and love and all of the sober babies out there because without you this doesn't happen we got these fancy ass microphones oh yeah and we're here sober baby sober baby sober baby (laughs) drinking our mate. mate Mate, nice and cold <laughs> on my skin. Grapefruit, ginger, sparkling, Gingy, sparkle. Yum.